When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello guys, welcome back to The Treatment Room. I'm your host, Tess Zolli. So happy to be with you guys. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I had a little weekend away. I went to Southern California with my boyfriend. We just drove down, took a little road trip. I really haven't gone (laughs) on like a trip in a full year. So it was so nice to get away. It was kind of a whirlwind because we just did so much. We drove there at 6 a.m., got to LA. I drove to Orange County to visit my mom the next day, drove back to LA the same day. And then the following day, we drove back home to the Bay. So it was just a really fast trip. I didn't really post too much to social media. So I truly, truly miss you guys. I came back and I was like, is this thing on? How do I post Instagram? What do I post? I don't know if you guys have ever had that feeling where you're in your business so much, you take a break and then you just like (laughs) kind of get out of touch. But it feels really good to be back. I missed you guys. And whenever I miss you, I can't wait to whip out the vlog camera or hop on the mic. I thought I would spend this episode answering some of your questions. So thank you so much for sending those as always on my Instagram. And if you're not following me on Instagram, you can find me at mysdtessa. I'm so excited to dive into these and yeah, to just be back with you guys. Feels great. Okay, let's go ahead and start with the first question. What is my go-to vitamin C? Okay, great question. I think we all know how important vitamin C is. It's a critical antioxidant. It does so much for us. It's our protective daytime defense against free radicals and pollution. It stimulates collagen and elastin. So not only is it protective, it's a great anti-aging tool. Now, what I think doesn't get enough attention or education is the fact that vitamin Cs can vary so, so much. And it's not even just about the vitamin C derivative. It's about the formula, the formulator, the buffers, the delivery systems. So it can be hard to know which vitamin C is best for you. But one thing I want to make clear is that there are different types that can complement different skin conditions and different skin types. So I have heard some people say they had a bad experience with vitamin C. It made them break out. It made their skin sting. It caused inflammation. And then they get turned off from vitamin C altogether. I encourage people to try to find one that works with their skin because no, you should not have that stinging feeling. It's not a good thing. We don't want to promote inflammation. So it's just a matter of finding a really quality proven vitamin C. I'll talk about the three vitamin Cs that I retail. And really quickly, 
I want to address a comment I got on YouTube. I know any SDs listening can feel me on this one. Somebody asked, why do you only talk about the brands that you are affiliated with or that you retail? The reason is, one, I'm not a skincare blogger. I'm an esthetician. I think we're so used to the idea of people, quote unquote, reviewing skincare by just trying it themselves. I'm not the person that's here to just try, you know, what's new or trendy or try a million brands and tell you what I liked. I'm here to tell you what's tried and true. And when estheticians choose a line to bring on for their business, so much careful thought goes into that process. And the esthetician has access to a higher level of education and training. So they really get to know the ins and outs of the product and how it may or may not be suited to anybody who walks in the clinic or who asks about the product. So it's not just about recommending something based on my personal experience. And it's not even just about looking at the ingredients in the product. Of course, we can do that. It gives us, you know, a, somewhat of an idea of what the product contains and the, and the quality of the types of ingredients chosen, but we don't know about the formula until we use it in a treatment setting. So that's why I'm really passionate about educating on the brands that I do retail, but I retail them because I believe in them. I stake my reputation on them. I rely on them for results. If I don't get results, I don't have clients. So this isn't just like a one-time um, sponsorship affiliate type of thing. And if I ever am speaking about a brand, it's because I really believe in it in terms of it producing change in the skin um, and results, proven results over time. So that's why I like to educate on the brands that I carry. I also know there's value for other estheticians who may carry those brands themselves or who want to learn more about those brands I retail. So I'm okay with you thinking of me as, you know, the esthetician who retails, you know, specific brands versus being the go-to person to tell you about a million things. I just feel like the skincare market is so saturated with people who are reviewing what's new and trendy. We need people who are talking about products that are reliable and tried and true. Um, so I just wanted to say that really quickly. So the three vitamin C's that I retail are one, Glymed Plus. So Glymed Plus's vitamin C is a magnesium ascorbyl phosphate. I have talked about that as one of my favorite vitamin C ingredients for people who cannot tolerate L-ascorbic acid. It is a very impactful, stable vitamin C derivative. It is a more buffered derivative in that it is not going to give you that stinging sensation. It's more of like a slow release type of vitamin C. Glymed's vitamin C is really, really nice. It has a lot of ceramides. It's kind of like a light, creamy consistency. I know a lot of us hate that word creamy, but it, it is. It's kind of like a milky, a milky serum is how I would describe it. All skin types can use it. Oily skin types, ultra sensitive skin types. To me, it does give a little bit more of a hydrating feeling because of the consistency 
of the serum, but that one is safe for a lot of people who want to dip their toe into vitamin C or who maybe haven't had success trying one that doesn't sting their skin or cause them to break out. So that one is wonderful. I also offer two is clinical serums, Pro Heal and Super Serum. The difference between the two, when I think about ProHeal, that is a vitamin C. It is an L-ascorbic acid, but because of the quality of the formula, it is designed to be more suited to those who deal with inflammation, redness, sensitivity, just chronic impaired barriers or um, chronic inflammation, maybe somebody who is breakout prone or deals with with cystic acne, they can use ProHeal. And just like the name suggests, it's a very healing type of vitamin C. So if you have inflammation of any time, any kind, I can't speak today. If you have inflammation of any kind, ProHeal is ideal. Super Serum is more tailored to those skin types that are more normal and really want to get the most bang for their buck. Not that ProHeal is not impactful, but Super Serum is more intended for those who are very much bothered um, or concerned with a loss of elasticity and kind of just want a level up. Super Serum also has growth factors. So to me, that is the serum for those who really want to get a grip on elasticity and really um, want to brighten their skin up. They may have hyperpigmentation concerns and they're not especially sensitive. So those are three I really like and recommend. And I feel like they really cover like the range of skin types. One of those is probably going to be a good fit for whoever's listening and ask that question. (laughs) Okay. The next question is favorite exfoliation for rosacea clients. Okay. My two top favorites that come to mind are Glymed Plus's gentle facial wash. This is a 10% glycolic acid face wash. I talked about this product in my top 10 Glymed favorites. It is wonderful, really effective at eliminating oil and debris on the skin. We know with rosacea, we want to eliminate that enzyme that the mites secrete. We want to eliminate oil that is a tripwire for rosacea and heats the skin to up to over 99 degrees Fahrenheit. That heat is what produces a lot of vascular damage. That's where we see that visible redness from the capillaries repeatedly distending and just from trauma and inflammation in the skin. So glycolic acid is a really effective acid. It has steroidal properties. So I know it kind of sounds crazy to use glycolic acid on a rosacea client, but using it And a cleanser is a really gentle and superficial way to treat the skin. I still wouldn't use it every day, but just like any other exfoliant, I would use it two to three times a week. Ultra Hydrating Enzyme Mask from Glymed is another favorite. I'm going to link some of these products below in the show notes. Um, But Ultra Hydrating Enzyme Mask is wonderful. It gives your client that feeling of self-care. It's like a classic green face face mask. So it's fun to use and it will just give them a satisfying, clean, hydrated feeling, which a lot of people with rosacea 
deal with feeling like their skin is uneven in texture. Sometimes the skin can feel a little bit scaly. So ultra hydrating enzyme mask is a really wonderful way to use enzymes to digest those dead skin cells, keep oil levels balanced, and just give your client that that satisfying feeling of exfoliation. The big no-no with rosacea is using anything that's going to produce friction on the skin. So we don't want anything scrubby. We don't want granules. And I wouldn't even suggest using something like a Foreo, which normally I love. They're one of my favorite tools. But with rosacea, we just don't need anything rubbing on the skin that's going to produce more heat and create more inflammation. Okay, the next question is, did you create your branding or hire out? It's so cute. Thank you so much. Okay, honestly, so much time went to went into planning my branding and I did hire out. I hired one of my girlfriends actually. She was more of a coworker when we first started working together. We used to work together at E News, funny enough. She now has her own business and she's unfortunately not taking on any new clients. She's got some big brands on her plate now, which is awesome. I got her early, so I got super lucky um, in finding her. But I would encourage you guys to ask around in your friend groups, post on your Instagram, um, ask other small businesses that you like who does their branding. Because finding a good designer and somebody who gets your vision is absolutely invaluable. When I sat down to kind of create some branding around my virtual consultation business and my skincare line, I did what I think a lot of people do, which is I just went straight to Canva and started doing things myself. Now, I don't think this is a bad idea by any means. But I think if you can find the funds and remember, this is your business, these expenses are tax deductible. If you can find the money up front, I think it's one of the most worthwhile investments you will ever make. It is going to set you up with the cohesive branding strategy and the assets that allow you to create a long-term brand strategy. It's really helpful to have a professional because even if you are, you know, you have a good sense of branding, I feel like I'm a retail queen. I really admire and notice good branding. I think I know more than the average person, but when it comes to branding my business, it's still something that it's not my expertise. I think a lot of Estes think they are saving money by trying to create their website or do their branding on their own with Canva. And I see a lot of people have success with it. It definitely can be done. I don't think it's an absolute must, but if you really want to take your business to the next level, make it larger than life, you can afford it. I really think it's money well spent because if you are taking time away from your expertise, what your strength is, which is being in the treatment room or whatever type of aesthetics service you offer. If you're taking time away from that to focus on trying to build a website and learning the ins and outs of that, 
you are missing out on time you could spend on your business or time you could spend, you know, relaxing when you get home at the end of the day, which is important. If you are taking clients all day, you come home and you're going to try to build a website. I just think you're going to get frustrated. You're going to be confused. I started off trying to do it on my own. And again, if you have done it on your own, props to you. Seeing the vision come to life, having an expert there with me, I could not imagine doing it any other way. I love that if something were to come up, if I think of ways to expand my business, merch, um, shipping packaging, wanting to create an ebook, wanting to create more product, brand myself in new ways, I have a resource and somebody to support me in expanding my business, which that is the goal at the end of the day. We, we can do a lot as SDs. We're therapists. We're skin therapists. We can be our own accountants and our social media managers and marketers. But I think it is so smart to hire out for your weaknesses. We can think of it as a strength to try to do everything on our own, but I also think it's a strength to identify your weaknesses. I think this is what the most successful people do. They don't let that initial investment hold them back from seeking out the best possible support. They recognize there's going to be an upfront cost. You may have to save a little bit. You may have to wait a little bit. But I think if you can wait and get that support, it is very, very much worth it. I did launch my virtual aesthetics business. So I kind of launched hard and fast. And I evolved it as I saved up money and I was able to start investing in branding. Then I was able to really get clear on the vision for that. And then by the time I wanted to launch on social media and share share more about my business, I had a professional branding strategy that I could implement to show off the business that I was working so hard on. Okay, and speaking of which, I had to come back to this podcast and have a little meeting with Kaylee about my branding and my line, and now I'm coming back to the episode, but I just can't say it enough. Each time I meet with my designer, I'm more thankful that I have somebody in this process. A designer is not only somebody who just does your logo and sends it to you. Sure, it can be that. You can hire somebody for a project just on a one-time basis, but having that resource and having somebody to support me in my decision-making process, somebody to have ideas to bounce, um, bounce those ideas off of, that is just so invaluable. And it's something I want to continuously have. I don't want it to just be like a one and done type of project on Canva. I think everyone has different needs, but If you were to ask me, I would advise against hiring out. All of the classes I took when I was getting ready to work on a skincare line, every class I took was from an esthetician who looked at branding as like a secondary thing that didn't really matter so much. Every esthetician told me to make their line on Canva and just do it yourself. So I'm okay with being the the you know the person who's saying to hire out for it. And I don't mean that to be insensitive to anybody who 
is concerned with cost, but if you can find a way to budget it in, I just think it is so worth it. I didn't have a ton of money or like, you know, this huge, huge savings to spend on a skincare line and branding. But I saved my money from my business to invest back in my business, which is a piece of advice I also cannot (laughs) reiterate enough. I just think it's so important to put the money you're making back into your business and it will come back to you. I know it's hard, especially in the beginning. You want to save that money. You want to buy the clothes. You want to spend it on on other things. But investing in your business is truly so smart. And your branding is your business. It is it is what makes up the vision for your brand. It communicates an idea. It gives people a feeling. So I just wouldn't go cheap on it. And I personally... I'm going to say it again. I would hire out for it. I really, really recommend it if you can afford to do so. You're going to save yourself time, save yourself frustration. You might spend a little money, but think of the money you're going to get if you can actually focus on what you are good at. So I'll leave that there. And I just talked to Kaylee. She told me she is not taking new clients and a bunch of you have contacted her, which I'm so flattered. Um, And she's been sad to turn people away. But the good news is she does have a company where although she may not be able to do your branding, she can refer you to one of her colleagues or somebody who works with her who can hopefully help. Um, So... That is that. What else do we got here? Somebody asked, do you need to double cleanse AM and PM? And can we use the same cleanser twice if it is gentle? So you totally can. And I feel like a lot of people think double cleansing means only using an oil cleanser and a gel cleanser. I think a lot of you know I'm of the mind that I prefer a cream cleanser to an oil cleanser. I've said this a bunch, but the reason I don't love an oil cleanser personally, and I can totally understand the other side of the argument, it's kind of something I've noticed in practice. Like I know people say oil attracts oil, but in practice, I see a lot of problems with the skin. And these are people who happen to use oil cleansers. When I remove the oil, especially if we're talking about acne rosacea, or people just not seeing the results that they want, I find the skin improves when we remove the oil cleanser. So it's kind of interesting. And I'm not saying nobody can use an oil cleanser. I think a lot of people who have like more of a normal skin type, not especially problematic, they can be okay. And there might be, you know, certain ones that are high quality and better than others. For me, it's just a step that complicates cleansing. To me, cleansing should cleanse the skin. I don't want to overstrip the skin. It should feel hydrated and soft and clean. But for me, I find using a larger molecule such as an oil first, it sets the stage for error in the cleansing process, possibly leaving a residue on the skin. And I I don't want that. So I love a cream cleanser because I find it emulsifies better, even though it does contain oils. To me, it dissolves better 
you feel less of a residue. When you cleanse with an oil cleanser, like I can feel a slight film on the skin, the skin feeling soft and having that like little layer of protection is a film and it might feel nice and it might feel luxurious, but in my practice, it's just something I don't include in double cleansing, but I am a big advocate of double cleansing with a cream cleanser and a gel cleanser. I think if you just want to invest in one cleanser, you can be okay. The Is Clinical Cleansing Complex, for example, which if anybody wants it, you can shoot me a DM. I can ship you the cleansing complex for free. It's amazing. If I had to choose one cleanser that anybody could use, it would be that. It is so gentle. It is a low foaming cleanser with some light acids. It has willow bark and a little glycolic. Such a gentle concentration. You can even use it around the eyes to remove makeup. So that one is wonderful. You could also use Glymed's Mega Purifying Cleanser. You could cleanse with that twice. I do that all the time. If I have gone for a walk in the morning, for example, I've worn sunscreen and I've like sweated a little bit where I want to give myself a good clean, but it, but I don't feel like I need a gel cleanser. Sometimes I'll just use a cream. Sometimes I'll just use a gel. I don't think there's like a hard and fast rule. I want to teach people to learn to practice skincare a little bit intuitively. I even say to, say to my clients, because I provide them with an outline and like a routine and a regimen, I say like there is some wiggle room here. If you are feeling a certain way, if your skin is feeling tight, if it's feeling a a dryness, any kind of sensation, or you feel like we're overdoing it, we can totally adjust it. And I think our skin can change daily. So I'm outlining general rules of what I think will work for your skin type, but you are the person in your skin. You are experiencing the, you know, the oil levels on it at that moment. You are experiencing whether it has any type of irritation, whether it's dry. Maybe you need a little exfoliation that night. Maybe you need to back off the exfoliation. Maybe you just need one cleanse. I don't think there's a hard and fast rule with anything in skincare really, or with a double cleanse. It's about intuitive skincare and adapting what you know, your knowledge and the tools you have to best treat the skin in the condition it is in. So I think there's totally room to play with the double cleansing. I think most people are going to want at least two cleansers. I find myself, I like to have a cream cleanser for when my skin is feeling more on the dry side. I haven't, you know, done like an excessive workout. I don't have excessive oil on the skin. It's just nice to have. And it's nice to have a gel cleanser when I need a little bit more of a deep cleanse, which it can change. I might be using a gel cleanser in the morning. I might be using it at night too. I might totally skip it that day. I like to have options because our skin can change a lot. But if you had to choose one, I think you totally could. I would just invest in a high quality cleanser with a professional product. You don't need as much product as you're used to with something over the counter. 
which is great. So you probably need less and you still get a lot of use out of it because it is so potent. But yeah, that's what I have to say about double cleansing. Ooh, favorite resources for Estes to keep learning. Okay, I have so many, so many. So, okay, I'll start with Renee Rallo's blog. I love Renee Rallo. She's been on the podcast. You guys should go back and listen to that episode if you haven't because, I mean, it's Renee Rallo. That was like such a big get at the time. I was dying. It was amazing to have her on, but Renee has been one of my idols for years and years. She has an incredible blog. If you have a skin question, you can probably find it by typing it in her blog. She also, I think she updates it weekly and she has really unique, unique perspectives on certain topics. She was the first person to talk about not loving an oil cleanser and I I felt like I was the only one, so I really appreciate that she has strong opinions and of course she backs them up with her expertise and her science, but she's not afraid to, to talk about those philosophies, which has been really inspiring to me. So Renee Rouleau, Dermoscope Magazine is one of my absolute favorites. There's so many good resources on their website. You can pay for a subscription, get the magazine sent to you. You can do online or hard copy. I have both. It is so packed full of knowledge. You guys are going to get your money's worth. You can write that expense off. It's something that it's nice that it just gets delivered to my house because you don't always feel like going out and taking a class. But if I have a magazine just being sent to me, when I have free time, I can read it. If I'm going to an appointment, I can read. Before bed, I can read. So I really enjoy that. I also really love the resources that the skincare lines I carry offer, such as Is Clinical and Glymed Plus. I love those lines, not for the products alone, even if I had to base it just on product alone. They're my favorite brands, but they are phenomenal when it comes to education. So both websites have little portals, so you can sign up um, for an account And even if you don't create an an is clinical account, you can still go on their website, I believe, and they have a ton of educational material. They also have a magazine, which is super informative. So that's great. Glymed has a podcast. They have webinars. They have a blog. I watch all of the Glymed webinars whenever they post something new because the information is gold. I have basically gained my expertise in rosacea from one or two outside classes, but a lot has come from Glymed. It has helped me in my career so, so much. That's a condition we just did not cover enough in school. I don't think we even talked about it. So it was kind of an awakening to just be in the real world and like have people who need help treating that condition because it's a very, very common condition. So those are some of my, um, favorite resources, just the brands I carry. Even if you guys don't carry Glymed or is clinical, 
likely the brand that you do retail has their own education site. They have their own social media. So I encourage you to follow them wherever they put out those materials because it's just, it's great free knowledge and information. Okay, really quickly, a couple other classes I recommend. Julie Reese, who runs an Instagram account, it's called, I believe it's called Virtual Esthetician education, but there are some underscores. So I'll put that in the show notes. You can find Julie. She teaches some amazing classes that you can take from the comfort of home. They are really informative and very specific information. I really like Julie's skin conditions class. So I recommend that one. You guys know Michelle Phelan, who's been on the podcast a handful of times. She's amazing. She owns Concepts Institute. She has also a bunch of classes that she teaches virtually. I've taken so many from her. I can't even count, but she's an incredible educator. I owe Michelle my life. She's the best. What else? Douglas Preston, of course, can never forget about Douglas. He is my esthetician to this day. He does my extractions and my acne facials. He also has a full-on educational coaching business on his website. I will also link that below. So he's somebody that's great. If you don't mind paying for a coaching call, he has all the answers. He's 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 an expert. He really knows what he's doing. So that's a great resource. Spa Strong, who has been on the podcast as well. Highly encourage you to listen to that ep if you haven't. Spa Strong is an esthetician coaching duo run by Melissa and Royal Ellis. They are phenomenal. Melissa is an esthetician and her husband is more of the uh, confidence and business end of the duo. They're phenomenal. So those are some good resources to get you guys started. Oh, and lastly, Narita Joy's YouTube channel and all of her IGTVs. I cannot forget Narita. I'm obsessed with her. She has been on the podcast too. So if you guys want some free educational materials, you can search any of those people in my uh, in the little search bar. Cannot forget about Narita Joy. She's one of the first estheticians I found on the internet. Her YouTube is absolutely incredible. She shows like actual case case studies or certain skin types, and she shows how she does facials on each of them and what she recommends. Then she'll bring them back so you get to see how the skin changes over time. Narita is phenomenal. She also posts a lot of great Q&As on her IGTV. I will actually listen to her IGTVs as if they're a podcast while I drive because they're just so informative. And lastly, Joelle Lee is a phenomenal SD to mention. She's been on the podcast too. And she has a really great, like straightforward teaching style. Joelle is one of the few estheticians who educates on private label, which could be, I think, a big asset to a lot of estheticians in their business. So I love that class from her. She teaches a lot of classes on understanding multicultural skin or skin of color. Joelle has been on the podcast as well. So lots of great professionals for you guys to search up there. 
But those are my favorite resources. Can't go wrong with those. Those will keep you busy. Okay, I'm going to take one more question here. Favorite everyday sunscreen and best sunscreen for oily slash acne prone skin. Okay, so my skin is is not, not exceptionally oily. My forehead gets oily, but I'm more of a combo type of skin. So my favorites, I did a whole YouTube deep dive on my sunscreen favorites, some of which are, I love Elta MD UV Clear. I love the Neova Silk Sheer 2.0. Those two are similar. They're a mix of chemical and physical. They're very lightweight and they're tinted. Those are like my go-to no makeup makeup type of skin base. That's my favorite type of makeup. If I want a little more coverage, I will use the Skin Better Science Compact. It is incredible. It is tone adapting. I heard about it through the Dallas Esthetician. So you can go to her page and buy it if you guys want it. But that one is beautiful. It's very silky. It wears like skin, but it's like your skin, but a little bit better, a little bit dewier, and it's just really beautiful. And it's a good one for on the go if you just need something to throw in your bag. That's quick and easy. And then, of course, I love Glymed's Photo Age Gel. That one is great for oily and acne prone skin. You might want to skip a moisturizer underneath and just wear that and maybe have a little bit of the hydro gel underneath. The Photo Age Environmental Protection Gel is like a lotion to gel formula. It blends out really easy. It's beautiful. For me, I I tend to lean more towards a tinted SPF for face, but there are definitely days I want something non-tinted for a walk or a workout. So Glymed's SPF is what I grab. If I had to pick something for face and body, like I didn't want to take two sunscreens on vacation, that is probably what I would grab. When it comes to super, super oily, acneic skin, I think all of those could work. You might just want to go lighter with your products underneath and skip moisturizer and maybe just use like a little hyaluronic acid. I also really like image images, um, image skincare. They have a matte SPF. I think that one can be nice if you like more of a matte finish, which I don't, it's not my preference, but if you had oily skin, that one is really nice. Color Science also makes some um, all physical SPFs and they do have sunscreen powders which you could put over a normal SPF to help absorb some of the oil. I don't know if I would rely on a powder for my total protection, but I think it's a nice little way to absorb oil and just keep your makeup or your skin touched up throughout the day if your skin produces a lot of oil. Alrighty, guys, I think I'm going to cap the episode here. I'm trying to keep these a little more succinct, but... I hope I was helpful in answering these questions. There was a bunch more I didn't get to, so I'll save them for a later episode. I always love hearing your guys' questions and your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Please join me on Instagram if you're not already at MySDTessa. I'm also on TikTok at MySDTessa and on YouTube at Tess 
Zolly. So thank you guys again for listening. Take care, be healthy, and I will talk to you in the next episode.